2: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's BYTE.COM. That's B Y T E.COM. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE.
1: Ah! <laughs> oh my God, I feel like I'm at Lilith Fair. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy hour. Yeah, bitches, we have the Indigo Girls, right? That's yeah. right. Oh my God, Amy, Emily, this is. I'm so. I, I peed. I just peed a little. I, <laughs> hi. Hi. I'm huge fans. Good morning. Okay, I'll calm down. I'll calm down. I calm down after a while. I am seriously. I'm huge fans of yours. I really am. I went. I think it was Lilith Fair, actually, the last concert. I hate to say it was that long ago, but uh, uh, anyway, huge fans.
0: Twenty years years ago. Yeah. No, I know that
1: one was. (laughs) But can I just say, first of all, I I don't love just your music because that's everybody loves your music. But you're like super sexy liberals. (laughs) Like you've given a shit ton of money to like every fantastic cause in the world. I mean, your fans are amazing, right? The amount of the amount that they uh, watch and download and donate to, to all of the cause. I mean, your political activism is, is right up there with your music, right? In terms of your passions, I would imagine.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is Amy. Um, yeah, well, our activism is definitely our central to our lives as, and we're passionate about it. Um, And our fan, like our, we just call them our community. They're like, they're like, we didn't even realize until, um, we realized it, but I think we really realized it this past like month or so where we, we raised, uh, 250,000 for honor the earth, which is a native, um, a multiracial indigenous indigenous led native organization for environmental causes and cultural sustainability. And we raised I don't know, 125 or something for a food pantry in southwest Georgia, part of Alabama called Feeding the Valley that Stacey wow. Abrams kind of cued us into. Yeah. And then over the last, you know, 30 years or whatever, just, you know, we have benefits. We ask people to do things and write letters and all this kind of stuff in our fan community is, I mean, we couldn't really do it without them. Like, we would be not near as effective <laughs> if they weren't willing yeah. to engage and get on board. And, and also, like, we hear... um amazing stories from a lot of people that have heard us for a long time of like what they do with their lives, you know, like teachers or doctors or nurses or Peace Corps volunteers, you know, all, ministers, like just endless stories. And we are always totally inspired by them.
1: Um, Emily, you were a girl after my own heart. You tweeted uh, tears over Elizabeth Warren. What an opportunity we missed as a nation still uh, onward. I feel the same way. And then she's out there with the protesters yesterday yeah. with, with Bailey. <laughs> The first dog, Bailey, and I just cried again for where we're at uh, right in this country. I Did you even you think it could get this bad? I mean, you've spoken out about Trump since day one, since the 2016, but this is a fucking yeah. shit show, man. I mean, this is really, I, we're at pandemic plus race riots plus military occupation mm-hmm. against peaceful protesters.
2: I mean, I can tell you this. At the beginning of this country when... Colonizers came over, white people and made Indians sick and killed them and in the course of our nation pushed them off their land and enslaved black people, stole people from their homeland. That is not sustainable over time. Operating from that is not sustainable. And, you know, you can't really, You when you look back historically, people say, oh, well, we saw signs of this coming, but we never thought it could be this bad. But, you know, I know that everybody I knew felt absolutely sick to their core when Trump was elected. The people I knew, my friends and so on. And I know it's complicated and there are different reasons why people vote the way that they do. But I think that you cannot oppress people and live from a paradigm of manifest destiny, plus add all the guns to it. And it's just going to, it's going to boil over at some point. Now we've had, when Rodney King happened, There hasn't been a lot of change since then so i hope i mean i'm very hopeful for the election because i do think that more obviously in the last election more house members women of color progressive women were elected than ever before so i'm hopeful about that part of the system but there's so much that has to happen from the central part of our own racism as white people uh that will affect change in time but it's about as bad as it can get but you know yeah we, you yeah. know,
1: we have a lot in common except for uh, your, um, you know, Grammys and your wild uh, <laughs> uh, talent and uh, success. But <laughs> but we have a lot of the same beloveds, my friends, uh, Jill Sobule, Betty. I mean, I, I this new album, I got to tell you, I love uh, Look Long is the new album. You still, your voices, you are like a choir of heavenly angels. Can I just say that? Mm, yes. Yes. Um, but can I just say I'm in the mood for shit? What's the song? Shit kicking. I love that one. (laughs) It's my favorite so far, but that's the mood out there, isn't it? I mean, that's the mood. Like, and you've been saying to people, you know, in terms of this, uh, the lockdown, you know, stay home, listen to music. I mean, it's one of, you really are doing another service, I think with your, with your new music. I'm just, I'm, it's not really a question. It's just a. (laughs) it's (laughs) It's, <laughs> just a, it's just a it's a, just a tongue up your ass because that's how, you, oh. how much i love you i'm sorry
0: what uh it's too early in the morning i can't resp- i can't even react don't so to, yeah. uh i love it i love it well, awesome here's the thing you know he's just
1: a fucking godless asshole that's been married how many times and d- d- cheated on everybody including all of his wives holding up a bible in front of a church and. I was looking, you guys have been partners for 35 years. Well, I mean, you're married to other people with kids, but even your partnership, 35 years together, I and I think that's just instructive for a lot of us right now in terms of, of you know, just love and loyalty and what that looks like. You're And you both have kids how old, like toddler age, right? Seven and how old are your kids? Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: six for Amy, seven for me.
1: Okay. And been with your wives, well, then girlfriends, now wives, for how how many years?
2: Fourteen.
1: Uh oh. What is your resume? You're in trouble. Uh-huh.
0: Fourteen in a couple months. I think it's 18 or 17 for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We we have a weird counting system, so we always have to figure out some things <laughs> to take out of the equation. Like, what is it? You know, and I. <laughs> We uh we had kind of a slow start or an open start, I should say. I,
1: I love that you're talking though, about here you are with all your Grammys and success and music, and you're like, yeah, we're homeschooling. We're pretty much you know, <laughs> cooking, cleaning, homeschooling, same as everybody else, right? In this lockdown, it, it, how is how's that going? How's the homeschooling going?
0: Well, I I don't know. Like we got kind of lucky this time because our our kid. Well, first of all, our dad, the, our kid's dad, his, his partner is like a Manny for us. And so he helps out a lot. They're best. My kid, Ozzy and him are best friends anyway, and she's best friends with her dad. So we have this really, we sort of have this instant, incredible relationship thing that where we had a lot of help, but also um, I actually love homeschooling so much that I got really excited about that. And um, so our kid has been great. Ozzy's been great about it. And, um, but you know, she's not great about everything, but this one particular thing, for some reason, she really latched onto it and um, kind of l- loved it. But now it's over. And she she misses, I mean, she misses her friends and her teachers and her school. And, yeah. you know, it's that hard. And she's, I can tell she's stressed out because she stays up until 10 every night and can't go to sleep. But, but I think like our life's pretty good. So I think Emily had a little, you had more homeschool trouble than you.
2: At the beginning, yeah. Cleo, she was, she was very resistant. She didn't want her mom's,
0: yeah, teaching
2: her, and and then we got we got into a role, you know. But I th- I'd say typically that she was good at the things she wanted to do, and really resistant at the things she didn't want to do. And yesterday, my wife said to her, "You know, our neighbors, their kids are doing schoolwork throughout the summer too." And Cleo was just
1: like, "I don't have to," and she doesn't, you know. So <laughs> I'm a. I'm not a parent, I'm a, what's the word, Chris? Loser, I'm a loser, but uh, did you see Shonda Rhimes tweeted, I've been homeschooling a six and an eight year old for exactly one hour and 11 minutes. Teachers need to be paid $1 billion a year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man, I totally agree with that. That is so true, it's like teachers are so amazing, they should be paid, well, hopefully this will show that. I mean, you know. Yeah,
1: teachers, first responders, let's start paying Mm -hmm. people what what they deserve. Oh my God, guess what I'm doing right now in this brief pause from what? Indigo Girls. What? Hey, uh, I am like a good little woman and I'm cooking you seafood from my Omaha Steaks package. Oh my God! Oh! I have a little Donna Reed apron on. I'm going to make him some sockeye salmon and some mahi-mahi and a little bit of Chilean sea bass. Oh,
2: that sounds wow. so good. I can't yeah. wait. Fancy. Uh,
1: it's Father's Day coming up. OmahaSteaks.com. Dads, there's not a dad in the world so that's not going to love this. We got vegetarians on this show, pescatarians and big carnivores like you two. I'm I'll mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well. eat it all. The best steaks, the best burgers, the best chicken, the best everything. Desserts, caramel apple tartlets, uh, au gratin potatoes, the side dishes, everything. There is something for your dad, and he's going to love it. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, in that code uh, LIBERAL into the search bar. Unlock savings of 50% and more. The code is LIBERAL. You'll get free shipping and free one-pound package of, wow, wow, Ooh. delicious applewood-smoked steak-cut bacon. Whoa. Wow. Aww. Wow. There's many packages available for dad already to be shipped in time for Father's Day. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget the code is LIBERAL in the search bar. Get it. Num, num, num. Let's talk about, I, first of all, I love that you met, you two met in elementary school and began performing in high school, but you were not initially close friends because, uh, 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 was it you, Emily, was one year older, which is kind of a deal breaker in, in uh, elementary school. <laughs>
2: It is. It's a total deal breaker.
1: Yeah. Oh, listen, uh, Jerry, somebody, my best friend at summer camp, threw me out of a rowboat in the middle of the lake when she found out I was only seven because she was like 11. So it was, that's like murder's okay at that point. Yeah. Um, But so so then what happened that then you started in high school performing together? Dear God.
2: We were in the chorus together. We joined the chorus and then everything changed because then we had a like a a common thing that we were doing together and in a group. And then Amy was playing guitar and writing songs and I was playing guitar and writing songs. And then we became friends because of the chorus. And then that's what we had in common. And, um, it just started like that, like something two friends could do together. And then of course it was our favorite thing in life to do. And we just, we really just kept on. And, and then like, are. and
1: then like most people, you just won a bunch of Grammys and then, okay. Yeah. You we only, we only won one Grammy. <laughs> 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 won one. Well, that's enough. Um, this is interesting. I always want to know how this works. Um, you don't ordinarily collaborate in writing songs. You write separately and work out the arrangements together. I always, I, it's like a mystery to me. I, I'm, you know, in terms of how you create what you create, because it is uh, uh, partnerships are. Uh, it, it's an interesting thing musically or in any other way, isn't it? But you guys obviously figured out how it how it works. Beth, explain the process from your point of view.
0: Well, from our point of view we just, we write separately because it gives us our own space to kind of do our thing. And that kind of helps us stay together and in a partnership too, just to have that artistic space. But the song doesn't really blossom until we get together and organize and arrange the harmonies and the, the musical parts and kind of go through that whole process. And that kind of gels the song. And it also like it, it shows us whether we might need to make changes in the song or, you know, uh, shorten it or lengthen it or add a bridge or take out a chorus or whatever. And so that's kind of, I mean, our process is kind of over the years has stayed pretty much the same over time. And so it's just now that's the, that's the stage where we're fine tuning it and figuring it out. And if a song's not working, we just, I mean, it used to be harder to do this, but now if a song's not working, we kind of just know it and we throw it out and yeah. the other person oh. can use it as a something else later on you know yeah
1: um i tend to all hold what's the word uh, grudges and yes. i'm just curious have you ever gotten over uh losing the grammy in 1992 millie Vanilli, or <laughs> best new artist yeah yeah we got over it <laughs> well i haven't it's
0: why i bring it up um, well, I, I will say that my mother never got over that, <laughs> At all, like, ever. She well, even brings it up now, so it's I think that's pretty cute.
1: Well, I have to say that I had an Indigo Girls cassette. I never had a Millie Vanilli cassette, so there yeah, you go. Yeah,
0: exactly, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was kind of
2: fun to be in the midst of that. If you think about what an infraction, like, lip-syncing was back then, it's kind of ridiculous compared <laughs> to today's but right and then one of those guys ended up with a very tragic ending yeah. so yeah. it's
0: yeah.
2: I think sadly about that but it was you know it was just I mean for me being at the Grammys and just even winning one was quite a thrill for I me re- it was re- a
1: time I remember you from being on Ellen making you know all those appearances on Ellen I mean and I love this stuff you did what was on the Pink album right Dear Mr. President yes. mm-hmm. like it's just you know but the way that you've always combined. I I just have to read because you mentioned it, but the amount of stuff and causes um, you have, uh, let's see, you've given and supported immigration reform, LGBTQ rights, uh, education, death penalty reform, sustainability in Native communities. um, As you mentioned, co-founders of Honor the Earth. Um, I just have to, are you hopeful or, and you're you're both living in Georgia, right, in your home state? Mm -hmm. And you just saw what happened to Stacey Abrams in terms of fair free and fair elections like she won that election I mean that was you know do you feel hopeful about what's going to happen uh, in november
0: well i mean Stacey abrams is kind of like our goddess we follow her she's like one of the people that we would follow over a cliff probably but um yeah. well don't we do that her but so yes but no you know what i mean she's <laughs> just like she's a great leader um so that was a total drag but i think the thing is it she's been doing so much work on on fair elections with fair fight and um so that's that's a benefit for for us in Georgia yeah. but um i think it depend you know yeah i'm hopeful i mean i think joe biden if he picks the right if he picks a, the right woman for vp and
1: do you think um, it's, it's going to be of color do you think it's going to be stacy
0: oh god i have no idea i mean no, i wish it was going to be no, Stacey. No. stacy or Susan Rice. Um I mean I'm a big Kamala Harris fan, even I know a lot of people
1: Me too, yeah.
0: Have issues times with her. But I, I love her um to death. I think she's amazing. Yeah. I don't know, is Emily are you hopeful, Emily? For
2: Stacy, I want Stacy. she has been um, my number one pick, but also Susan Rice and Kamala
1: yeah. Yeah. Harris also. I'm with Picks. you. I'm with Let's you and I was a Liz girl. What's that it sorry, yeah,
2: Emily. me too. Uh, well, I believe that um, when Biden wins, he will pick Elizabeth Warren for, well, maybe something like Secretary of the Treasury. It'll be up for her because she's so great as a senator.
1: Or Senate majority but, Senate Majority later. Oh, there's so many, the mind reels.
2: I do believe, I do believe that Biden is going to use his picks very wisely and surround himself with smart, compassionate people who know history and who know how to make, how to make change in the country. I, I do believe that. Yeah. Biden himself... He might be like the white old man figurehead, but <laughs> yeah. he's going to. He's. He, I think he's humble enough to surround himself with people who. know I what do too. To, do. Yes. to be
1: a bridge to the next generation of all these. Yeah. yeah. Wow, people are going crazy for Literati, the number one book club for kids. Wendy tweeted, "Just got a subscription for my nine-year-old nephew who loves to read. Awesome sponsors, Mama." Travis Bones' nephews. We were on FaceTime. My nephew Emmett ran and got his book and came and showed it to us on camera. They send him stickers so he can label his book so it's his book and not his little that, brother's book. That is adorable. I, yes. I know it. And think of you're in quarantine, you're running out of ideas, and they can keep the ones they love, send back the ones that they don't. Yes. And how important is that right now? Delivered right to your doorstep safely, right? No more scrolling online trying to find the perfect gift. My parents have got enough things to worry about right now. Yes, and reading books as a family creates a sense of adventure, bonding, whatever, and will keep you from going crazy in quarantine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with their curated selection, only keep your favorite, send the rest back for Literati.com slash Stephanie, twenty-five percent off your first two subscriptions. Best offer available anywhere. Go to L I T E R A T I dot com slash Stephanie, twenty-five percent off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie, terms and conditions apply then Let's talk about the new album for a minute. I, I just I now is where I curb off other people's interviews with you. But uh <laughs> the title track, you know, says everyone I know consents Armageddon. And Emily, I think you said, "Well, the Armageddon that I've been experiencing uh, is the day Trump got elected president, and the country's divisions were magnified, and I believe they've gotten worse." I mean, obviously, clearly, they've gotten worse. And I, I, what I'm terrified of is, what's the next five months? What's this motherfucker going to do? I mean, you know, we're already talking about using the military against, you know, civilians.
2: You know, the thing about Trump is like. Uh, all of us, you know, or some of us are aghast that he goes and they gas the peaceful protesters that he holds up a Bible. But he's not even connected interpersonally to what he's doing. Like he doesn't even have to weigh whether or not that's a good move. It's just a political move for his base. And so I think we've just been there's such a line drawn in the sand. And I think that Trump can easily resort to uh, simple images Old America and the Bible and the church um, and and one-liners and tweets and calling people bad names like he's in the second grade or whatever. But that it's you know it's not it's not all Trump. He's just indicative of of what is alive and well in this country that's that's horrifically problematic with regards to racism and but also voices not being heard and you know I have a lot of hope for the election. I, I really do. And um, I have a lot of hope that a change will happen now that didn't happen, um, you know, a couple decades ago with Rodney King. It's yeah. just been too
1: yeah. long. Well, I loved it's what you Trump. what you said. You're talking about change my heart. The song you said the phrase weak interactions in the chorus represents Trump or any other person who appears strong. and you know, is very weak spiritually and metaphysically. It's a reminder for me to be humble in the face of mysteries. I can't understand or even human behavior. I can't understand um, that to me was a picture of a weakness. Him, you know, surrounded by you know riot police and military, doing, going to have this this coward who was hiding in his bunker, you know, that needed all that and to tear gas peaceful people to get a photo op with a Bible. But I there, mean, so, it's there the,
2: are some Americans who do not agree with that, or some Americans who are going to see that as the ultimate strength, you know, take care of those people who aren't acting right. Show yeah. us what you stand for, God and country.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Amy, you talked about uh, Long Look, the new album, but I, it also musically you said this is really special, standout time for us because it was a reunion of the group of the people we met back in the late '90s when we played Lila Fair. So a lot of the band around Sinead O'Connor. I mean, what a, a musical motherload! You know, these people that you you've been sort of, as you say, reuniting with, right?
0: Yeah, I love that musical motherlode. What a great expression! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it, it is. Take it, take it, run with it. They're like there are <laughs> there are musical compass too, you know. Um, yeah, we met them. I mean, this was the best. Oh, so much fun making the record. We met those those folks. um, they're all from England and Wales and Ireland. And we met them in ninety nine or ninety eight. I can't remember which tour it was. With they were playing with Sinead. and uh, Sinead was a force of nature at Little Fair. I mean, everybody freaked out over how great her show was. And we befriended the band over some poker games. And, um, and then we um, ended up making music together and a record, a record called come on now social. And then we've kept in touch over the years and played with various folks and just had dinner together whenever we're over in London and stuff. And we, this was just the time to do it. So we had a reunion and it was So fun to just play with them. I mean, it was as good as anything we've ever had.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, and I love what you guys said in terms of just advice, you know, for all of us that are struggling to cope. I mean, this that we have pandemic on top of lockdown, on top of protests, on top of military interventions and just the healing power of music. Um, I think, um, Emily, it was you. You said listen to about the new album. Listen to music, clean up messes. Be outside, help our neighbors, reflect on what we are grateful for. Um, and that's a struggle for all of us. Like, every, the second I start feeling whiny, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? <laughs> you have focus on what you have to be grateful for. And I think a lot of, you know, that is, a, you know, close. I mean, the the music that you do is, is so healing to me. To me. I mean, I did, to everybody. I'm sure there's just something because there's a spiritual level that you guys work on, I think, that that comes through. Do you, do you feel that when you're doing it?
2: I mean, I think that we feel free to do the music that we want to do and that's, and we feel free to express our concerns and to, you know, do the activism that we want to do. And so I think freedom and feeling like you're not making compromises is a good state to be in. Um, And I think that, you know, there've been times when, when I focused on my gratitude and I've, Inestimable number of things to be gra- grateful for. But there have been times, and especially in the wake of these um, protests and the issues with racism in this country, where I can't even get, I can't even connect with that feeling of gratitude because I'm so upset for what other people are going through. But you know, in this time, in the COVID pandemic, there's time to reflect and now there's time to be active and So I think, you know, just like anything in life, it's a mishmash and peaks and valleys. And sometimes we always try to be grateful, but sometimes you lose sight in the sadness and the anger and the hurt. So it's just, uh, but we do feel, I don't know about a spiritual plane, but we come from a a plane of freedom to be able to express how we want to express. And that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, you know how I healed myself last night in my uh, insomnia of... Of in this dystopian uh, shit show nightmare with, <laughs> of never-ending ep- apocalyptic uh, proportions, I w- I watched the video of uh, Closer to Fine, and I just found myself fixating on. I love this song. I love these women. Are do they still have those ripped jeans? Because those are so cool. I wonder where I can get those ripped jeans.
2: Listen, man, you pay twenty bucks for each rip. Now it's like thank <laughs> yeah. God. I mean, like,
1: and where and where are they wandering around with those guitars? And how are. They- <laughs>
2: That was shot in Atlanta. It's so funny. That's like our manager's kid was like two or something. And I don't know. It's, it's a really a great blast from the past for all these people who we still know in yeah. our lives. Oh, awesome. There when we shot
1: that video. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's a, such a cool and, video. And I have to say that uh, one of my t- top ten favorite songs ever is Least Complicated by you guys from Swampophilia. Oh. I love that song so much. So thank you for cool. thank you for doing it. The new I album... Yeah. Yeah. And the new album is out. Awesome as ever. A long look. Um, We will link to everything. What's that? Look
2: long. Oh, sorry, look long? Long.
1: look long. I'm sorry, I'm dyslexic. I uh, <laughs> I thought it was Annie, get your nug. So listen, it's an old joke. Uh, <laughs> 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 the Indigo Girls. What, a, uh, uh, Amy and Emily, what a, what a thrill to finally meet you. I, I feel like I know everybody you know, and uh, yet I've never met you. And I, I am just uh, uh, a thrill and an honor. Thanks so much. Thanks for being awesome. For
2: us. Thank and, you. And
1: sexy liberals. Yeah, yeah happy absolutely. happy hour, everybody.
2: The Indigo Girls. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay, I didn't get the indigo girls to swear that much, but I did. So I'm gonna put this whole thing in the clean phone and disinfect it. It's my filthy little effing mouth. See? I'm near the that's I just didn't say the word because I'm right next to the clean phone pro. Right. The clean phone pro is like shh shh, shh hush. You dirty, dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> dirty you dirty girl. bird. Don't say a word. Don't speak. Don't. Okay. Mr. I, Man. How can, in the age of coronavirus, you not have a clean phone? You've got to clean your phone. You can't wash your hands a thousand times a day and then carry your grubby phone around. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. as soon if you don't have the clean phone, as soon as you pick up your phone, your hands are gross again. I use mine as a charging station, too. You yeah. You just put it right on top of there. It charges. Yep. You can disinfect a bunch of other things while you're charging your phone, then throw your phone in there. You do everything. Your sunglasses, your reading glasses, your earbuds, your uh, mask. You don't have to wash your mask. Just yeah. put it in the in the clean phone. Bam. Yeah. Clean. Clean. There you go. Uh, well, not just... It's UV light. It's what the hospitals use, so you know it's clean, clean, mm-hmm, clean. Mm-hmm. Get it now, thecleanphone.com. You can get one for just 89 bucks in free shipping. When you use that code sexy liberal. if you're serious about hygiene, we've got a second wave coming. we got the flu season coming. Remember, the code is sexy liberal for two-day free shipping, and it ships immediately. thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com. Get it, you dirty, dirty...